Hey girl, do you feel like most of your day you've got food on your mind? Like, when am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? How much should I eat? Where am I going to eat? Is it just a constant burden that it just consumes your thinking all day? In today's episode, I'd like to share with you three components that will help guide you in changing your mindset and thinking less about food and more about the more important things in life. So hang with me and let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. So why is this needed? Why is this topic even needed? Well, for me, years ago, I felt like I was the only one that was consumed by thoughts of food all day, every day. When was I going to eat it? What could I get to eat? And it just consumed me and I felt like no one else understood. And I know that there are other people out there that do. And I want to share my story. And, you know, part of this journey that I've been on, it has really allowed me to do a lot of internal growth. And the the results of that have just been so freeing, so life-giving that, you know, I just want to be able to share that. I think that you know, when we are food obsessed, we use so much mental energy and we miss out on focusing on the things that are really, truly most important in life relationships, you know, the thoughts and the times that we spend thinking about food, we could really be thinking about pouring into other people, into relationships. You know, sometimes God brings to my mind certain people and, and usually I use that as an opportunity to pray for them. Well, if I'm considered, if I'm consumed by thinking about food all day long, it just leaves me no time to really think about other people and what it is that I need to be thinking about, praying for, whatever that looks like. So, you know, I was really someone who was always cer- certain about, you know, really trying to control food outcomes. I wanted to use, you know, not just exercise, but also I thought because I thought about food all the time, it made me more hypersensitive to what I was eating. Well, not necessarily. That obsession also came along with I was depriving myself. So I was always wondering and craving and doing the things that really weren't healthy. I was I was going after the sweet things, uh, the sugary things. And, you know, that that those cravings, what I found out came from the fact that I wasn't feeding my body what it needed. So I think that a lot of times we want to control the out out the outcomes. The way we're we're trying to get weight loss here with our food obsession, and it's really a myth that the more we think about food, the more that we're going to be in tune with what it is that we're eating, and which doesn't always necessarily equate to that. Secondly, we a lot of times we think that deferring to the experts, quote unquote, um, following the rules will also help us figure this thing out. And what I have found on this personal journey is that when we do the work ourselves, when we figure out what our body needs, how we feel best, 
the the foods that look the template that you create for your for your meals what does your plate need to look like to to feel the best that you're not going to have the cravings you're not going to be starving in an hour you know figuring these things out is crucial you know one of the things that i figured out long ago was you know i would eat a bowl of cereal for breakfast and you know if you eat it before you leave for work by the time i got to work an hour later i was starving like a bowl of cereal is just not going to cut it. And so beginning to do that investigative work to figure out, okay, bowl of cereal is not going to cut it. I'm going to be starving and then I'm going to overeat because I have not fueled myself efficiently at the beginning of the day. That was just one simple thing to give you an example of kind of being able to do the work on your own and figure out what your body needs. I think that too often we just become addicted to the numbers. So many of us just want to look at the scale. We want to look at, you know, counting calories. We feel like that's going to significantly help us in food obsession when it just really kind of does the opposite. You know, if we are all consumed with writing down our macros, we're always looking at the scale every single morning. Like these thoughts are constantly on our mind. And, you know, if, if we see a number that we don't like on the scale, then what does that do? That sends us into this other mental game of either beating ourselves up or restricting ourselves more because, oh my gosh, I've gained two pounds. And in the world of, of women, this is what we do. Our, our weight fluctuates a few pounds maybe per each day just because of simple water weight and, and how our bodies work. And so we can get so caught up in that and become addicted to those numbers. That obsession will just thrive if we just continue to let that happen. We think that negative emotions help us stay on track. And I think that, you know, for a lot of us, we, we think that if we are thinking negatively about ourselves, we're going to do better. For example, you know, I would, I would beat myself up for, you know, eating a whole thing of cookie dough in two days. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. You know, all the negative thoughts, I'm never going to do this again, right? Thinking that that negative talk to myself is going to motivate me to not do it again, which in turn just doesn't work because then here we go a week later, I'm right back into it. And you really forget about, you know, the, the negative self-talk that you had last weekend when you ate the thing. And now here you are again. So it's just this is con continual cycle. We lack mindset. A lot of times we just feel like there isn't enough food. We just don't have the, the mindset, the correct mindset to view it. We just think that, you know, I got to have it when I want it. And I do. And then here we go. I shouldn't have eaten that. And now I, I'm feeling shamed and guilty and all these other things because I've had it. And it's just this cycle. I felt all of this in some form or fashion pretty much on the entire journey I've been on. Uh, I've felt some of these things, or actually all of these, uh, in some form or fashion. But really, how, the, the question is truly, how do we break this behavior? How do we quit being obsessed with food? And really, truly, it does come down to mindset. And so many times, I think that people think that, oh it's okay. You know, mindset is just kind of a, it's not really a, we need something hard and fast and mindset real that that could really go anyway. And it's just, it's just too ambiguous. I don't really understand what you mean by mindset, but when it comes down to it, we do have control of the things and the thoughts that we have in our head and, and what we do with those thoughts. 
You know, in God's word, it says to take every thought captive that just does not match up to the righteousness of Christ. And, you know, any thought that comes in that really isn't of God, then we should be getting rid of it. And what are the tools? How do you do that? And that's, that is a practice. The mindset change is really the behavior change that creates, or gets us to that place of not being food obsessed. So first, I think we need to understand and surrender ourselves that the only one that can make us whole and free is God. We, we've got to understand that we need to surrender and we can't control everything. We never will. And when we surrender and we say, okay, God, I'm ready to make this change for me, that's exactly what had to happen. And it was just a continual practice daily and the growth doesn't happen overnight and, but the change will come. And once it does, the freedom that's in that is far more than you could ever imagine. I think that once, once you can do that, once you can surrender and just really seek God on this, that the change can really, can really happen. So let's talk about the three components. The first one is really your thoughts and awareness is really understanding like how much are you thinking about it during the day? Like you're just your awareness of what it is that you're thinking all day long. And we start with that one because really evaluating your thought life, you can identify those things that are negative. You can identify the, the you know, are you somebody that has low self-confidence? Are you feeding yourself with, you know, I'm looking at social media, I'm seeing people posting stuff on there. Gosh, she looks great in a in a bathing suit. Oh my goodness. She's lost so much weight. She looks so great. Or, you know, these, these influence, what they call influencers on social media, you know, looking a certain way that you want to look and really filling yourself with, with the images that then in turn just keep you in that place of low self-confidence. I'll never be able to get there. I'll never look like that, whatever the thoughts might be. And, you know, really evaluating do those thoughts consume you? And if they do, how do you, how do you begin to change those? How can you shift the negative to the positive? Well, first of all, you, you spend some time in God's word, find Bible verses that you can replace those with. I'm a child of God. I am full of his mercy. I'm full of his grace. I'm full of his spirit and he can equip me to do all things. I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Fill it, fill you, filling that mind with the Bible verses that replace the negative thoughts. And you know what? If it doesn't, doesn't feel like it's working, you, you could do this for weeks on weeks on weeks and never get it from your head to your heart. But as you do seek those Bible verses out and you get into God's word and you pray and ask him to really make these verses come alive in your heart that you would truly believe who you are in him. And that will begin to change your mindset about yourself. You've got to own where you are and you've got to give yourself grace to change. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a continual practice to change the mindset. Secondly, your emotions play a huge part. And, you know, we most, uh, I say most, but a lot of us do use food in the emotional times of life that we just, that is our comfort, right? When we're stressed, we go get something at the vending machine at work. Or if we're stressed at home, we go straight to the pantry. You're feeling the anxiety. You go straight to whatever it is, a refrigerator or the, or the, you know, the chips, the bag of chips that are in the pantry, whatever, 
the the emotions that come on typically we're using food to comfort that those emotions and we don't really stop to say wait a second i'm really stressed out right now what could i do let me go outside let me do a couple laps around the house let me go down the street and back you know finding an activity that really counters the emotion that you're having and your desire to go reach for the pantry or for the refrigerator flipping that around and doing an activity or, or stretching or getting your body moving, that can really begin to allow the body to release the hormones that will begin to calm. It will begin to de-stress. And so doing that with all different types of emotions that we have, but a lot of us, we just want to mask it, right? It's just easier just to mask it. I don't want to face it. Sad, stressed, we eat happy we eat right we get together with our friends that we're having we're celebrating we eat i mean let's face it i mean our society everything revolves around food it feels like and you know when you're somebody who's food obsessed obsessed that that's not helpful is it <laughs> because we're we're examining what all is there and you know sometimes we we'll tend to overeat because of all the different foods that we have at the celebration and then we go home and we beat ourselves up for the fact that we we ate all that we ate. And then we got to starve ourselves the next day for, you know, the whole day to, to make up for the fact that we ate all that. You know, it's just, again, this cycle of mental aerobics and mental behavior that is wearing us out. And we really need to be saving that energy and focus for so many more important things in life. I think that when an emotion is strong, what's important is you've got to recognize what your thoughts are around that. And it really does mean you've got to stop and recognize it. And that mindset, that pause, the mindfulness piece here to pause and to really think about where you are and is food really going to satisfy you? No, chances are not, no, because chances are you're not hungry. You're just going for it because of an emotional fix, an emotional thing that you just want to bury right now. So I'm just going to go get me some chips and salsa or some cookie dough, whatever it is that you like, that's what's going to mask it. And then, you know, that passes. And then here we are right back at the beginning. Thirdly, the third component is actions. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue to live this way for the rest of your life? What are you going to do about it? First of all, you got to take responsibility. You've got to learn to trust yourself. For me, this was very hard. And once you have put in the time and put in the work and really been dedicated and intentional about shifting and changing what your thoughts are. It will get into your heart. God will begin to change you and you'll be able to learn to trust yourself. You can trust yourself around food. I really am still baffled by the fact that, you know, I always keep referring back to cookie dough. <laughs> it is, it is my thing. And there was a time in my life where I really could eat it. I mean, if it wasn't all just in one day, it was definitely two days. But now I don't even have that desire. It could be sitting in the refrigerator and it could be there for two weeks. And I just can't even tell you the freedom that comes from that. But the work that happened to get to this point and the things that I learned about myself through that was just so far better than I ever could have imagined. Like the things that, that God has done in my life to show me and to change me and to grow me has been so valuable. Secondly, under actions is to really just be intentional. You can't sit idly by and think that you're just going to stop one day. 
it really has to be an intentional effort on your part to really think about your thoughts. Okay, here I am thinking negatively about myself. How do I, what do I do to replace that? You've got your Bible verse, you replace that thought and you move on. You don't sit on it. You don't dwell on it. You just, you know, don't hash it out in your brain, just move on. So it is super important to be intentional with the practice of, of mindfulness and changing that mindset. The third, the third is to really just start practicing it. You've got to put it into practice. You, you replace those thoughts with positive ones. You learn how to trust yourself instead of following the rules. Look, I mean, we're grown, we're grown adults. We should be able to figure this out on our own and, and really stop letting somebody else tell us what we need to eat. I mean, we're not kids. We tell our kids what to eat only because we're trying to get the good stuff in them because <laughs> they don't choose it for themselves. Right. But, but we know there's so much information out there. I know that it can be overwhelming, but when it comes down to it, it is our responsibility. We only get one body and our body is a temple of the Holy spirit. God calls us as children of God to do the things we need to do to respect his temple. And, you know, a lot of times I would feel convicted because I, I'm like, God, I am, I am not, not treating your temple, this one body that you've given me the way I need to. And I felt convicted of that many times in my life. And instead of finally beating myself up about it, okay, well, what can I do next meal? I need to need to switch things up. I need to eat, eat something healthier. I need to choose healthier again. You know, like I've shared before in other podcasts, 80, 20 rule, 80% of the time, let's shoot for the healthy other 20%. Of course, we're foods everywhere. We're going to eat the things that aren't necessarily hundred percent great for us. But mindfulness, when practiced one day, it, it just comes automated. You don't even know that you're doing it. So if it's practice and practice and practice, it just becomes automated. And before you know it, you're like, wow, I'm not really thinking about food as much as I thought I used to. You know, there are, there are people in my life that would be like, oh, I forgot to eat. I'm like, I have no idea what that feels like because I was just so obsessed with food. And, and still to this day, I don't ever, ever forget to eat really. <laughs> but um, I could just couldn't understand where that mindset was. But eventually, if you are someone who is food obsessed, you can get yourself to a place where you're thinking less and less and less more about the other things in life that are more important. And you can be begin to pour into other people because you freed up that space. You have have time and energy and thought thought life that is more productive to you as a person. And then you can then make a, a huge, a larger impact on the world around you because of that freed up space. I hope that you have gained something today. The three components again is, is really your thoughts and awareness, grabbing those thoughts, taking them captive, replacing them with the truth, not dwelling on the things that pop in there that's negative. Secondly, your emotions. Stop trying to mask the emotions of what you're going through day to day. Stop masking that with food. Evaluate it. Determine how do you move forward from it. And if that means you need to go get therapy and talk to somebody, then you need to because you only have one life. You only have one body and we only get one shot at this thing. And for me, I just got to a place where I can't I don't, I don't want to live like this for my child. I don't want to be an example that's, you know, I want to be somebody that I can feel good about, like just not being consumed with something that's just not that important. And so really being, um, really being intentional about those emotions and, and what you do with that, instead of masking that with food, the last part, last component actions, really taking responsibility and doing something about it.
So I encourage you today to do that, to dive into God's word, to get yourself full of, of that truth about who you are so that you can begin to make an impact on the world around you and the people that you can influence. I hope this has blessed you today. I hope you'll come into our Facebook community, She Breaks Free, and we can connect there. You could also email me at Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. And we'd love to connect with you there as well. And uh, I hope that you gain something from this and are able to start today to put something into practice. And if you want more for more information, please email me and let's connect. Have a great day. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.